This is a homebrew podcast. You're listening to The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, and I'm Grant, the DM, and I am live here with Austin Brady, Mordecai and Adia, twin soul apostates, Cody Smith, Space Pirate Grundle, John Cayley, Mr. Goyd, the butcher of all things, <laughs> and Tyrell Nye, Tevian, turncoat sniper. How's everybody doing tonight doing good ready to play some dnds i'm ready to kill stuff absolutely we are gonna kill some stuff or not depends nope nope i'm gonna laser we're gonna, it down. We're gonna diplomacy frogs diplomacy some frogs i'm gonna do nothing but throw grundle for the rest of the game <laughs> good luck throw grundle you're gonna have to throw grundle is what all the young kids are calling it now <laughs> <laughs> throwing it back is out throwing grundle is in man i threw so much grundle last night dude (laughs) it's crazy all right previously on the homebrew the crew unlocked the gate to Jurassic park and set off to retake the weather station the frogs approached tevian while they were setting up camp and lauded their fish slaughtering skills tevian offered them control of the weather station in trade for an audience with the frog's leader During the battle for the weather station, a crew was attacked by awakened trees and bugs and achieved victory with a wild magic surge that grew Mordecai and allowed him to throw Grundle at one of the turrets. The party deceptively decided to destroy the weather station controls before handing over the station to the frogs and then called in their supplies. And this is exactly where we are. You guys have the supplies. You guys have just learned about the... uh, flares that you have the orbital pinpoint sticker terraforming laser flares little stickers yeah which uh interesting tidbit from last episode you guys were talking about uh (laughs) using the terraforming station to do some precision lightning bolt strikes and it made me laugh because it was already in the game (laughs) but we are here and uh the frogs this frog's name is lurpy lurpy yeah and he is he is ready when you are to guide you to their leader. Did we camp out? Wait, this is the one I had spoken with, right? This is. So these are the same three frogs that you had spoken with. So Lurpy. a frog named Lurpy squared up on me and told me he could probably take me one-on-one. Is that what you're telling me? He did. Yep. Wow. Cool. Birds eat frogs, right? <laughs> Goddamn right. Noted. Do birds eat frogs? I don't know. A lot of Soon them. Soon they will. Oh, yeah. I will. I've seen a heron <laughs> gobble a frog in one bite. No, there you go. I mean, I'm more, uh, I guess, yeah. Bird's a bird, right? Bird's a bird. Bird's not a bird. What What type of bird do you look? I've always pictured you as like a raven for some reason, but if you're a heron, I'm totally down. No, that would be sweet, though. Those long legs and the big, long beak. That'd be dope. But I am uh, raven, raven-esque. Anything you guys want to do before setting off? How are we uh, all feeling? How are we, uh, how's our... How's our constitution looking, guys? Mr. Goy wouldn't mind sleeping. What oh, What time of day is it at this point? Wait, did we camp? set up our camp? You decided not to camp overnight, so oh, okay. it is, it's late enough that you guys could probably get away with sleeping if you wanted. How's Lurpy feel about that? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm out here patrolling anyways. You guys do you if you need to, you need to sleep. I, you know, maybe, maybe keep one eye open, though, huh? <laughs> this guy. I hate this man. You never know. That will give me the time to cut up this little fish man I've had with me. 
Mr. Goy says as he like is still dragging the fishmen from the tower. Go go put that back where you found it. I haven't dissected it yet. Yeah, those 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 heads look real good on pikes, you know. You get a good stick, God. put it in the ground. Would you like to have his head? I'd love that. Yeah, I love putting fish heads on pikes. It's like Mr. Goy literally pulls out his knife and just like starts hacking off the head and hands it over to Lurpy. Oh God. God. Here's a good stick. God. Yeah, I will get it. That's that's a that's cold, man. I like it. I, I think I like it. Yeah, I like it. Okay, well, stop getting a boner about it. <laughs> I can see it. You haven't even developed pants yet. Come on. <laughs> you haven't even developed pants yet. All right, Goy. I guess you'll be taking the first watch then since you got work to do. I'll take second watch. I suppose that'll work for me. Right, I'm going to roll for my bits. And Tavian's going to see our new uh, accommodations that we got in our supplies. We're going to do tents. Yeah, man. Well, we yeah. do have we, we have a tents now. We actually have tents. We just been you sleeping do have on the tents? dirt yeah. the last couple days. <laughs> you have tents. You, you have don't a, have uh, to sleep with a rock on your head anymore. <laughs> you do have three tents though, so one of you guys are going to have to double up, and someone's going to have to sleep with Sal. Or you could all just all sleep in one tent. I mean, I figure Mordecai and Sal are pretty close at this point, and we'll always have one person on watch. So I think we all we're good on the tents. Um, yeah, as long as Mordecai is okay with sleeping with Sal. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll use him as a pillow. <laughs> I mean, we are we totally writing out Nabby the character? No, Nabby is absolutely there and Telak. Oh yeah, Grendel can sleep with a rock on his head. He's fine. She, she takes one of the tents. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she she doesn't even ask. She just takes one of the tents. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I I'm sure Mordecai, Sal, and and Grendel could share a tent if they wanted. I don't know. We got the biggest guy and the smallest guy and the most medium guy all in one tent stacked up like a like a snowman. Tevian's <laughs> <laughs> not against uh, Bunkin either. He, I mean, he, he'd be fine if Grendel and Tevian shared a tent when he was in there. I think Kwai can take his place. I don't think anybody wants to share a tent with Mr. Goy in fear of waking <laughs> up dissected. Tavian, yeah, Tavian's crazy, but Mr. Goy will, like, you, you'll wake up with one less kidney. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not dead yet, so I won't cut you. I'd like to see him try to take one of my many kidneys. Oh, you have many kidneys? More than I can count. Interesting. <laughs> how can you count? Much. Wait, uh, how one, high can two, you count? Three, four. Grendel, you have to answer that question. How high can Grendel count? That is oh. one of your questions. So you just got asked a question directly. Well, I think Grundle can at least count to at least twenty. I think he can comprehend uh, as many as many bullets as he can shoot out of his minigun at once. Right? That's like a pretty good sized clip. And so, within the the laws of truth, you have at least twenty one kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I guess he would know how many kidneys he has. Yeah, with the question, he would actually know how many kidneys he has. Oh my god, you're right. I got asked that, didn't you? How many kidneys do I have? So I guess I'm down to four questions. I have 25 kidneys, to be precise. <laughs> One in the middle. In the middle of my solar plexus. Whoever is uh, setting up camp, give me a survival check with advantage, since you guys have the supplies. I will help. 19... Nice. So you guys are, uh, you guys get set up. Um, the frogs kind of disappear out into the jungle. 
Um, you don't see them. You definitely, you know, you hear a crunch every once in a while, but uh, they are they are out of sight. What are you cooking up tonight, Grendel? Hmm, we don't have much except this dead fish man, but I don't think you guys will be interested in that. So I'm just gonna make uh. Hmm. Someone will need to hunt if you guys do not have food or if you're not willing to cannibalize the fish people. I think uh, Mordecai would be willing to go hunt something. Give me a uh, survival check. Survival check. As a 19. Nice. You are able to get enough food for everyone and the knight. Well, what do you what do you catch? What 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 do you catch? Some little dinosaurs? What a what do you get? Is this vegetarian? Some berries? No, I, I, I think I um I, I do catch a small dinosaur. I, I talk to my sword for a little while and like set the small dinosaur out and wait for a larger one and nab, nab myself like a, maybe a, a young axe beak and end up dragging it back to uh, camp. This will make a hearty meal. And I just start chopping it up. Mr. Goy, get in here. <laughs> just a minute. Finishing dissecting the, the, the frog man. <clears throat> Comes in. Yes. Ooh. Help me carve it up. Pleasure. My pleasure. Goy will start to will wipe off his knife and then begin to carve the, the axe beak. So, light beak or dark? <laughs> dark. Dark. All right. So he carves out, like, just carves around the, the, the leg muscles, you know, gets the nice drumsticks off there and hands them over to uh, the big guy, Grundle. He pulls off his butt pan and fries it up. All right. Night goes without trouble. The frogs are awake, are there when you wake up in the morning. You guys ready to ready to set out? Yep. 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 Right as rain. Follow me. I think the frogs would recognize, like, maybe Sal's uniform. So I'm going to take Sal to the side and just be like, hey, make yourself very, very scarce. Like, keep yourself in the bag. Because if they know that you're, like, zoo employee, they might be a little bit more hostile towards you. It's a pretty good idea. Maybe I, I mean, I can just take off my jacket here, or I'll just stay in the, I'll stay in the bag. That's fine. Before we head out, I'm going to roll my Cosmic Omen to one. So, whoa, so I think that's subtracting. You can subtract one? No, I, I roll a die, and I subtract that from either its attack roll, saving throw, or ability check. All right. All right. So hops in the bag, and you guys set off. This dome, as you travel through it, is actually kind of beautiful. There are some very majestic creatures. Uh, they don't seem to be scared or run away from you, and, you know, it's not rare for you to catch the sight of, like, a brontosaurus that's not trying to stomp you. Grazing a big mixture of kind of like big rolling fields and hills and jungle. Uh, you do get to an area that uh, definitely starts to feel more swamp-like. Um, you can see that the... Uh, I don't, every step starts to be kind of sloshy. Like there's a good inch or two of water beneath your feet while you um, trudge forward. Uh, and eventually you come to a river and Lurpy turns back and he's just like, well, pretty much just follow this river here. My, my, my boy Goob has already gone ahead. Let him know that you're coming. So you shouldn't have any trouble. 
I mean, unless you start trouble, I'm assuming. Obviously, don't start any trouble. For your own sakes, for everyone's sakes. I, I vouched for you guys, you know, being allowed to being allowed to visit here. So behave yourselves, follow the river there, and uh thanks for the thanks for the weather station. Thanks, Slurpy. Uh Lurpy. Uh, it's Lurpy. Oh, yeah. Slurpy is my uh yeah, Slurpy's my brother. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay. We'll keep that in mind. Yep. I would be uh be super careful about uh, offending people around here. Little little tense lately. Oh, I'm just bad at names. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Got a got a notebook or anything? Oh, I can't read. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, interesting. I am gonna I'm gonna head out. You are oh, you fucking with me again? Oh, got your nose. <laughs> I don't think I don't think frogs have noses. That that's the joke. That's oh that's oh, oh. <laughs> that's pretty good. That was pretty good. You just got it. He stares and there's just like this awkward silence as you guys like kind of laugh. And he just shakes his head and walks away. And you kind of hear him talking to his his little entourage as he leaves. Like, ah, man, they're not going to last a second. Hmm. I could probably give make him have a nose. What? Um, you could just, <laughs> what? You keep those to yourself. You know, yeah. nobody would be bothered at all. So as you follow the river, uh, it comes to a fork. And you see these palisade walls in the distance and there are heads on pikes just like everywhere following the path and they're a mix of fits quite a few fish heads but there's also some mortal races also so there's like a human and an elf and they're just they're displaying these these trophies you know all the way on the path as you approach a gate opens the frogs don't really acknowledge you too much they just kind of motion you along and let you in and this is actually a surprisingly large little camp. You might even call it a town. And it is kind of bizarre. As you walk through, you can almost see the evolution of their technology. On the outside and the outskirts of town, there are building like log cabins and use some of them like look to be like stoking forges and have these like stone furnaces going off. But as you get closer to the center of town, it starts to turn into more tents and lean-tos and things like that. Something does catch your eye as you're as you're walking towards the center of town where you're being directed. The only non-frog is this it, it's just kind of a bizarre scene. There's this little chubby halfling and he's not wearing a stitch of clothing except for his chonies and it, he looks to be like cleaning up these like outhouses and there's like a bunch of frogs standing around him and they're like poking and prodding him and you hear him and he's just like listen here this is completely unacceptable for the 20th time i did not sign up for the role play package and i absolutely will not clean up your latrine and the frogs are, like, joking, like, trolling, joking with him. And they're like, uh, this is part of the experience, man. You just got to own it. You got to get, get in character. You got to, you know, got to start planning your escape. It's going to be awesome. And he's so flustered. And you guys know that based on the heads on pikes outside, this guy's in, like, mortal danger. Or you can just walk by. That's also That, uh, somebody you're acquainted with, bag boy? <laughs> me? Are you talking to me? Yeah, you know the little chubby naked man over there? And he just a guest that got left behind. He peeks out and he's like, I, I don't recognize him. I'm, I'm guessing it's a guest or something. Oh man, we gotta 
should probably help him, right? I mean, I wasn't planning on it. Why, why would we do that? Just an innocent dude, and they're probably going to kill him, right? So? I mean, possibly, yes. We'll get him on the way out. Well, they insist. Fair enough, fair enough. And a lot of the guests that come here are pretty rich. You know, cash wasn't a part of the deal, so I don't know what you guys are planning on doing if you survive this. I mean, when? When you survive uh, it? When you survive this? Bad boy's got a point. They stripped me clean, except for my weapons when we got our stuff back. He might have a ship. Also a good point. He <sighs> sees you guys as you're walking by, and he's like, Oh my goodness. Excuse me. Do you work here? He, he approaches uh, Mordecai. He's like, Sir, 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 do you work here? Uh, yeah. I have got a complaint. I have got a list of complaints. This is ridiculous. Oh, do you want to talk to a manager? Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Our guys is going to turn around. We, we got we got complaints too, so... Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. It is a mess down here. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, uh, you got a ship, bud? A ship? Yeah, a ship. Why does it matter if I have a ship? See, the manager is actually on a, a satellite just on the other side of the planet. I can show you where that satellite is, but we gotta get to your ship. Huh. Identification or anything? We got a guy in a backpack. <laughs> he, he like, slips out an ID card to you, Mordecai. I, I take the ID card and show it to, uh... What's, what's your name, bud? Hey, I'm, uh, Sniffer, Pete Snifferman. Terrible name. Uh, let's go ahead and, uh... I'm sorry, excuse <laughs> me? What? Excuse me? You gotta excuse us. We, uh, I don't know if you know about personal trauma. We go through it right now. Let's, uh, just... Can you know. just break character for a moment? The, 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 the gravelly voice and the weird fake ender stuff. Like, I really need a break. This is getting insane. Will you please just talk to me? Man, I think he's crazier than us. This is my real voice, totally. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My goodness. You're welcome. <laughs> Some sanity. So you need my ship to contact your manager. My ship's in your parking garage. Yeah, well, our ship is uh, currently uh, broken, and uh, we could help Everything. you get to the manager. What? Everything is broken on this stupid planet. Yes, and we'd like to complain with you. The frogs are, like, cracking up. They're like, they're loving it. They're just like dying laughing. Because they, they, they would get the joke, obviously. And they're like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Come on, let's, uh, let's get back. Let's get back to the, let's get to back to the outhouse, buddy. And he looks at you and looks back at them and then looks at you. It's like, are you gonna, are you gonna say something? Yeah, we'll come back for you, buddy. What's your name? Sniff Peterman? <laughs> You're, <laughs> you can't leave me here. Look, buddy, we got a clear transport of a guest with the higher up of this, you know, division of the planet. You're here in the frog territories. There's a manager to make sure if we don't get clearance, then he's going to think a guest has gone missing. and It's going to be a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to we got to we got to cover our assets so we don't get in trouble. My goodness. You know, bureaucrats, right? Seriously, bureaucrats. You know, uh, in my multiple businesses that I own, I treat my customers much better than this. That's what I'm saying. I will wait here, but if these frogs poke me again, I'm 
I don't know. I'm sure you'll deal with it. Certainly be hearing from my lawyers. Oh, I can't wait. So you guys continue on, uh, and you hear him protesting again and again and again. And as you approach closer to the center of town, uh, you see a strange kind of stone structure jutting out of the ground, kind of mixed in the roots of a very large tree here. And there is a huge frog, not huge in game terms, much larger than normal frog. Um, I'd say he's probably about Grundle's size, is sitting cross-legged. Um, and he's kind of multiple colored. So a lot of the frogs you see are yellow or green or red. And he has kind of like splotches of all the different colors. And he is sitting, he's sitting cross-legged in front of a little fire. You see a very simple kind of lean-to. Uh, and he's he's reading a book. And he's just kind of in the shade of this stone structure. Everyone can give me a history check on the structure. It's a 17. Uh, 12 for Mordica. That's a five for, a solid five for Mr. Goy. Grunel's like, what's history? <laughs> I guess I can. You don't have to, listen. Um, so, Tevian, it looks familiar, like you've probably seen a picture of it in a textbook somewhere, but you can't quite place a finger on, like, the architecture. But it's out of place. It's certainly out of place. All right. But at the same time, with that check, I'd say you feel like it's been here for a long time. It's It strikes you as odd. As you guys approach, uh, the frog doesn't even look up. He continues reading his book. Tevian's demeanor is going to change ever so slightly. I don't know if anybody would quite notice it, but um, he kind of straightens up, gets a little quieter, and you can see his gun hand is, like, underneath his wing now, whereas his, like, arms were, like, out in the open before. Can I uh, roll insight to see if I notice that? Yeah. You do nope. not. <laughs> That's a nine. He keeps reading. Oh! He... Looks up, Hi. Looks, at, looks at the four of you very slowly, and hello, I've been told you want to speak with me. Well? As you guys talk amongst yourself, he starts to um, kind of gurgle. Like he makes, he's making like kind of regular frog noises. Like, and Telok hops up in front of you guys and starts like talking back to him, which Telok is Nabby's frog. Toad. Yeah. Toad. Um, sorry. And they 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 converse for a moment and then Telak kind of hops back and he's like he says, Your master speaks very highly of you. He's requested I address you in the common tongue as he is weary and claims you are capable of handling his matters. He says you are emissaries of a office of intergalactic treaties? Yeah, for sure. And how can I help you? Quite frankly, I, as a player, have didn't think that we would get to this point where we'd actually be <laughs> talking to you. Just bullshit ourselves right into a corner here. Um, we want, so out of game, we want... Yeah, you guys can take a moment to We want talk out so, of game. So what we're here to do is to stop the Civil War, right? And Actually, let's back... pause. Let's pause. I want to do it this way. So I've been in these moments before uh, as a DM. I, I get it. Let's just have a little flashback. You guys are around the campfire. It's last night. You're eating some axe beak. Um, you're talking. You're you're talking about speaking to 
this leader of the frog people. Um, and I'll just remind you, as you guys are sitting around the campfire, you know, Sal would say, it's your job to end this conflict. We don't think you can end it without taking out one of the... Right. Making, making one of these fish or frogs not exist anymore is how he would say it. But it's just your job to end this conflict. The frogs, so, yeah. So go ahead. Okay. You're, you're you're around the campfire right now, and then we will flash back to where we actually are after you guys have conversed. All right. Well, I got a question. Say this frog leader's on the up and up, and he doesn't get blown away. I'm not saying he's going to get blown away, but there's a good chance he could get blown away. Uh, uh, let's say he's all on the up and up, and we side with him, eradicate the fishmen. Does that solve your problem? I feel like these frog boys ain't going to take telling from any of you. You know what I'm saying? Picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, historically wartime has definitely hastened technological improvements. So I think if we could just get them to slow the heckin' boat down a little bit, we could get control of the situation. Uh, based on the simulations we've brought, you know, we could take the frogs out. The fish will probably flounder. <laughs> Get it? The, for a little bit. Um, take the fish out. Hey, that you was know. a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Laugh, Grundle. Yeah, he, <laughs> he puts one of the little three by five cards in his pocket. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I mean, we, we can handle one of them. It's the war. Gotta stop the war. Yeah, peacetime peace is not good for, for innovation. I know I'm a scientist, so it's weird to say out loud, but kind of a reality all right then that makes sense that makes sense all right well gotta say i'm not gonna make any promises of what's gonna go down tomorrow i like to be transparent but it's a flip of a coin gotta meet the man you know what i'm saying measure him up what's your scales you're being a little being a little uh boy oh it's real simple uh yeah it's real simple no uh some people just get a little weird about it don't want their uncles friends family killed you know but uh, people in power, people in leadership positions of any kind, if you're uh, if you're not willing to make forward progress for the benefit of all uh, living creatures in the universe, you're in the way. And uh, I got to make sure you're not in the way no more. You know what I'm saying? Not exactly. Yeah. Seems simple. It sounded really cool. Yeah, I thought so. I kind of hope he is in the way. <laughs> How do we lessen casualties in all this? Dow? really slowly looks at you like his mouth is like open wide a little bit lesson casualties you mean more i'm not the only one with a mind here tevin kind of does when yeah i think i would join these two when i look over at the enderman and like my head turns like a bird like an actual bird's head turns sideways like when they're looking over at somebody like confused grant can i pull out Adia and stick her like in the ground and see if she will speak on behalf of not killing people or like like not killing innocent people so Adia as you let her speak she doesn't have the ability to speak sentences right now it's more like uh Mordecai can speak with her in a more direct fashion but everyone else would hear almost more words or ideas uh it'd be more carnal it'd be like i don't know like that feeling you get before it's about to storm or like 
that feeling like you forgot something. It'd be kind of like that. Um, and she, you guys all feel very fragile is the feeling that she gives out. You suddenly, even Grundle, uh, is afraid that he's like going to step on someone and hurt them or, you know, uh, you put me on the spot, Austin. Sorry. Um, it feels, you feel very, everything feels a little fragile. You feel like you're walking on eggshells, eggshells for a moment. And, um, you get the idea. Yeah. You get the idea that she wants you to be careful. I wouldn't say she doesn't want you to kill anybody. I'd say that she wants you to be careful. I'm gonna pick pick her back up and say we kill the guy at the top, right? We create a power vacuum. That's not gonna be good for anybody. We kill everybody and, you know, now we become a hero to the fish people and that's not necessarily good either because we hate them, them too. So I wonder if there's a way that we can win but win by their laws uh, they're pretty martial right sal yeah i mean from what i understand their leader plans to you know conquer all worlds enslave all races build an empire frogs on every planet he's, he's got some big dreams that seems pretty martial what are the chances they have trial by combat i mean i i don't know if they do but uh, it makes sense right like the Lurpy was definitely kind of poking a little bit. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We've we've not actually had any direct communication with them, to be totally honest with you. If we, I think if we play things their way, they might listen to us. If that makes sense. I don't know. Hmm. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. No, I mean, you make a good point. I'm not here to kill non-combatants. That's not what I do. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you can convince... If, Let's say I decide that it needs to be done. I mean, I ain't opposed to taking a couple extra steps to get into that place as long as he gets done. But maybe he's a nice guy. I mean, you know, taking over all the worlds and empire stuff, that's like every bureaucrat I've ever met. But that's not really how I judge a man. So, yeah. No, I like it. I don't think we can change the ideology, but we could at least change the head of the snake, right, Tevian? That's right. Hmm. You make a valid point. Mr. Goy, you've been pretty quiet. What are you thinking? Well, you make a valid point. Probably be effective to, I don't know how to put it, uh, try to change them in a, a way that benefits us. But I also don't see a reason to leave either group alive. You know, but that's just me. Goy just wants their corpses because he's nasty, you know? Big old nasty boy. Uh, and Mordecai's gonna slap Mr. Goy on the back. <laughs> You know, I gotta say, I thought you guys would be uh, trying to figure out the quickest way out of all this, but uh, it's it's it, 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 it's heartening to see you trying to find the best solution and not just the easiest solution. Why would I want to be out of here faster? So many delightful subjects to test on. Uh, true. I guess you must enjoy my company, huh? Yeah, the sooner I'm out of here, the sooner you leave my knapsack. I really, really actually kind of grown to like it. Well, don't get too comfortable, Salad. Oh, yep. Okay. So, flashback. uh, The large frog has just asked, how can I help you? Well, we got a problem on our hands. Your little war's got to come to an end. We don't like them damn fish folk. 
So we thought we could parlay with you and, uh, you know, come to an agreement that all parties involved would be happy with. Also, I like your chair. I'd like to know where it was from. What'd you say you like his what? I said, also, I like your chair, and I'd like to know where it came from. I thought he was just sitting on the ground cross-legged. He's sitting on the ground. Are you talking about the, the, the architect? Stone. The architecture behind him. He, uh, yeah, so he he motions to the, the um, stones behind him, and he just says, yes, uh, these stones gave me life. I don't know what they're called, but I like them too. He kind of dog ears a page in his book and sets it down. You guys see he's reading a advan- advanced FTL navigation by Maxwell. And it's got a big Maxwell Industries logo on it. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, says, uh, well, I will forgive you for calling my life's work little. This war has toiled on for most of my life. I'm over 25 years old. And he like pauses to let that like land for you guys. Looks around and says, uh, I am, my name is Gerdo and I am the first and I have been here since the beginning of the war and I will see its end. How, might I ask, do you plan on ending this war or how does your office of intergalactic treaties plan on ending this war? Are you offering an alliance, supplies, information? Oh, yeah, I figured we'd just walk into whoever the big kahuna is or whatever once you tell us who that is, and I'd just stamp them out real quick, like, bada-bing, bada-boom, we're done. He looks off to the side. Everyone can give me a insight roll. That's five for Tevia. Oh, that's... (laughs) Give me wild magic surges. Okay. That's because that's a crit from Mr. Goy. And a crit failed from Mr. Mordecai. Grumble got a six. So you rolled a one and two. So in four d20s, you rolled one crit fail and two crit successes. You rolled a one, yeah. a 12, a 20, and a 20. It's like impressive to me. Maybe just me. You feel great, Mr. Goy. You feel fucking fantastic. You are you just get this like high. You know what I mean? It's feeling right. real good. Feeling real good. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Austin, what'd you roll? I rolled a 27. You want to read to me what just happened? No! <laughs> oh my god, I, I set the nearest forest ablaze. Aren't we surrounded by a forest? <laughs> Is I don't... the planet a forest? <laughs> no, okay, so I mean, like, you're in the jungle. You're in this, you're in the jungle right now. So is jungle that count just somewhere miles I don't know. away a forest? Is like the jungle fire? a forest? I'm going to Google this. Hold on. Is the jungle a forest? Forests it's, are historically and colloquially forest. considered to be larger than woods, scientifically considered to be more dense. Jungles are technically forests, too. Yes. Okay. So. And we're in the jungle. Behold, though. we are gods. <laughs> So does he physically just, like, walk over there and set it on fire? No, the wild magic just does it. Bloops out of him. I know, but it says you do it. (laughs) Mr. Goy, um, he, when he looked off, he seems sad. Like, not just sad, um, like heartbroken for a moment when he, uh, when Tevian mentions, um, the leader of the fish people. Um, he just, he, he looks off and has to take a moment, um, all of a sudden, 
frogs are scattering everywhere and there's fires and there's screaming and there's everything. Uh, Gerdo does not react whatsoever. He's completely focused on you guys, but there's just fire everywhere. Like the tree that's grown over the tomb behind him is like on fire and there's like a bucket brigade like trying to put it out while you guys are, are having this conversation. Man, that's crazy how that just randomly happened. It had nothing to do with this. Grundle's just looking around. Do I know, does Mordecai know that it came from him? Yeah, so I mean, I would roleplay the magic, What the wild magic surges as essence magic, like exploding from you. So, I mean, you, it just it just happens occasionally, right? And everyone can see it, and... Gordo, Gordo's too used to it. He's just like, nah, shit happens. Yeah, Gordo's just like, you should be calm and introspective on this planet. It is wild. Fair enough. That was one. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Calm down, lad. It's down. it's a out of game. I'm gonna meta game real quick. You caused an avalanche on the first session in a. <laughs> somebody did. Remember when I heard said that there was like rumbling and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone someone caused an avalanche, but there's like I'm I'm like I was trying to play through. It. I'm like, well, there's got to be some like Arctic dome somewhere. But yeah, you guys. And I still have like mysterious things that I still don't know what happened to me. Right, you do. You do absolutely have that. And I'm not gonna oh. tell you. You might never know. I might just, I'll tell you when it's over. It's seven days. I only pee in streams of five now. <laughs> Mr. Goy, you got uh, some Prozac or something in your bag. You can start giving Mordecai when you calm him fuck down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mordecai, do you, do, you, do you need something? I, I can I stick my hand out. <laughs> yes. let, let me look through my selection. Uh, hmm. 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 Am I to understand that this office of intergalactic treaties has sent their best warriors and you believe that you can kill the leader of the fish? Yes. Yeah, I mean technically we're uh we're just convicts that were offered parole if we could pull this off, but, uh, yeah, if you want to believe Strongest Warriors, yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, I'm pretty accomplished uh, mercenary of sorts. Bounty hunter. I, I am a strong warrior. I'm not familiar with convict. You'll have to help me. I'm... Like, say you didn't put uh, people's heads on pikes when they broke the rules, uh, but you put them in a cage instead for a certain amount of time before letting them out again. Convict... Okay is uh, what those people would be. Um, we're criminals uh, for uh, various atrocities. He tilts his head. Am I to be offended that this office sent their worst to me then? Oh, worst? Um, maybe uh, take it as a compliment. They're very afraid that you would just kill um, anybody that came here. So uh, they're mm. trying to have the least amount of uh, uh, impact on their resources. So they say it does because we are absolutely dispensable. Speak for yourself, Bird. I do not plan to kill. The heads you see outside my walls are those of my enemies and those of my captors. I would not kill you. I would, however, kill those that would feed me pellets, that would pet me, tag me, track me. Those are the heads that I put on pikes. You have no reason to be afraid of me. If anything, 
I would say I would like your respect. You know what? I think you just gained it. I don't want to be fed pelts neither. And ain't nobody gonna pet this bird, I'll tell you that much. He nods and he says, well, he nods and he says, well, let me tell you my tale. You can take it with you back to your offices or you can take it with you to assist me against my enemy. I do not know if you will succeed, but I will not stand in your way if you wish to try. Hell, I love a good story. Y'all ready for a good story? I got time. We got time. We ain't got nothing but time. A flaming branch just falls down in front of Grundle. And... <laughs> yeah, no, there's like ashes everywhere and like frogs running around and like Grundle. I mean, it's cool. like full on feeding off the energy of this dude. He's just like, he's like, man, he ain't worried. I ain't worried. It's all good. <laughs> uh, take a, a shot of whatever fucking Mr. Goy has in his bag. That's the thing. Alcohol doesn't work on you for seven days. Boom. That was your wild magic surge from the first session was alcohol doesn't work on you. Well, I thought Mr. Goy had drugs. Oh, never mind. I don't know if drugs. <laughs> so uh, I do want to set the stage. Guys, Gerdo's like cool. Like it's a little hard for you guys to not be like kind of into it. Even Grundle, who doesn't think that other people can even be cool is like, well, I mean, if someone else was going to be cool, it might be this guy. No, Debian has relaxed his demeanor. Hands not on the executioner anymore. Mr. Goy is Right now, gonna... he seems to be judged on the side of I let him live. Well, you, you, you said you needed something. Mr. Goy is just going to take out a syringe and stab it into uh, Mordecai's butt. I'm going to need a saving throw. Fuck. All right, what kind of saving throw? Constitution? Trial for you. Yep. <laughs> I say Wait, wasn't that the one? That's the, that was that my sleeping one? Yes. What in the oh. fucking PvP is going on over here? Oh, and I'm g I gotta roll a D6 because I'm using my reaction to negate part of that. Five. So okay, yeah, you're asleep. So that's a fourteen. You don't beat the spell save. You're now unconscious. Why? What? <laughs> he asked for what I had in my bag. I stabbed him in the ass with a dart with drought poison and now he's unconscious. Great. I'm going to be asleep for this badass story of fucking wars of old. Oh, what the fuck? So, um, Gerdo... I haven't had the time to make all the correct kind of concoctions yet. I mean, some people do take tranquilizers. Do the trick? Dabs him in the butt with the tranquilizer. (laughs) Well, I certainly think you'll have less anxiety while you're sleeping. He's not unconscious. He's poisoned. You have to fail by more than five to be unconscious. So he's just... Yeah, he's just sick. <laughs> yeah, he's just sick. I don't know if he's relaxed. I'm, I'd am i like to believe that, like, it would have relaxed you, but it's, like, actually pretty terrible for him. Oh, okay. God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna puke on this dude's lap like George Bush. No. <laughs> Anyways, Gerdo uh, waves his hand over the fire, and you guys see this purple kind of essence magic. It looks a little bit like fog raises up you've seen it shot out of mordecai when he set the forest ablaze you've seen you've been seeing this all over the place and he speaks and he says as i said i am gerdo and i am over 25 years old i was the first to know myself take my tale to your people help them know their future king and you're looking at this stone entrance that i described but like the tents and the building and the fire are all gone And you see this little red frog 
kind of just hopping along, minding its own business, and then poof, this splash of essence magic surrounds it. It's very similar to the magic that has been bursting from you all. And it awkwardly stands on its hind legs, proportions shift, it starts to look humanoid, and it stands in awe for a moment. It looks at its hands and then the sky. And then behind it, you see a small humanoid fish step out of the water. The two creatures awkwardly look at each other before they stand shoulder to shoulder and peer into their reflections in the water. Lucifer and I were close friends at first, long before the fish treachery. We exchanged tales of our captivity. He hawks up like a loogie and spits on the ground of being observed, of being poked at, of being laughed at, of being tagged and being trapped. But soon we learned to awaken others. And now you see this town start to form. You see small groups of frogs and fish, and they're living together. Lucifer was more talented than I in matters of the arcane. I was stronger, and I was faster. And you see this Lucifer, the first fish from the earlier picture. He's, like, drawing, like, a pentagram in the ground around this, like, small pile of bones. And this purple energy swirls. And the bones come together and form a very small dinosaur. And Gerdo's just in the background, like sharpening a spear and just like watching him do this. Unfortunately, our friendship was doomed from the beginning. I was born to rule all lands, to conquer all people, to break all chains. It is my right and my destiny and my path. I offered Lucifer a spot at my right hand, but his pride was unquenchable. Our peace became tense. His magical practices grew more and more obscene. Then they crossed the line. And you see this first fish person, Lucifer, and he's surrounded by just hundreds of these awakened fish. And there's a frog, he's purple, and he's struggling as they're holding him down. Lucifer drives a knife into this frog's chest and just starts sawing and carves out this frog's heart, pulls it out and holds it up into the ground. Then purple magic swirls around him and the heart starts beating again in his hand. Lucifer was banished from Grung lands. He claimed right to my throne, here, in front of the stones that gave me life. And his exile was bloody. And then you see a war between fish and frog, and there are bodies everywhere. There are eldritch blasts and arrows, and it's so thick, it's hard to see through. It, the, the image zooms in, and you see a younger Gerdo and Lucifer, and they're engaged in battle. And then in your head, you're able to start hearing the sounds. It's devastatingly loud. There's clashing and clanging and screaming and shouting. There's the, just the sound of battle. After a moment, you start to smell, too. You smell sweat and burnt flesh. It's just like you're, you're there. And this is, even for you guys, this is just one of the most bloody battles that you've ever seen. It zooms in and you see a younger Gerdo and Lucifer engaged in battle. Gerdo lunges in with his spear and it's like crazy how fast and accurate it is. Like it's hard to even track him. He's moving so fast. And Lucifer at the last second throws up this purple barrier and then teleports a few feet away and starts hurling this purple essence fire from his hands. Gerdo plants his feet at the last second, jumps in the air over the fire and lands with his spear, impaling Lucifer into the ground. 
through his shoulder. Lucifer spits up this black blood and this the sounds of the battle start to fade. Uh, and Lucifer speaks and he says, Is this not enough? Sacrifice. Blood runs freely. Is this not enough despair? And his eyes roll back into his head and he goes limp. And then he spasms and his eyes fly back open, but they've turned completely black. And he speaks again. Yes, that will do. And Gerdo's spear erupts with purple flame and the whole spear just burns away. And Gerdo's just hurled back into a tree. And then the vision fades. What multi hells was that? That voice. What was that voice? I don't know, but it gave him the power to defeat me. Can I t- time out for a second? Just like, uh, I'll, I'll, like I need to know a, like, a lore thing. Um, mm-hmm. Grant, would I be familiar with this voice being... Oh, yeah. You're an ender. An ender. I was just about to say, um, I was about to address that. So, Mordecai, you've never heard this voice like that, but you do recognize it. And you fall to your knees. Adia is hot, just burning. You've never felt heat before, but I mean, it's burning and she is screaming. It's filling your head. It's hard to even think she's so angry and it's not pain or it is just rage. It is just pure anger. I'm gonna grip tighter around her. What the hell? Mr. Gore, what the hell did you do to him? What's going on? You alright, partner? Calm down. That shouldn't be from the effects of my tranquilizer. Something else is going on. It's not him. It's us. Yeah, Timmy just kind of stands tense, like hand hand back in his cloak, not really knowing what's going to happen or what to do. He's just kind of like waiting to make sure that Mordecai doesn't like blow up. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Gerdo. Again. (laughs) Right. Gerdo just observes quietly and then just says... Lucifer must fall so that the frogs can fly. If I cannot fell him, I do not know what can. I believe the influence on him is not of this world, but I do sense that you are powerful. I don't know if you're powerful enough, but I accept your offering of service, and I look kindly on the offices of intergalactic treaties for offering you convicts, as you said for offering you to the cause. But this is my destiny. This is my path that I must walk. And until until the fish are gone, then I, I, I cannot advance. We'll get your job done for you. Yeah, you just gotta make me just a simple man like myself. One promise. Can't ever stop pushing forward. Bring light back to the universe. It's dying out there. You'll see soon enough you become emperor. He stands, and he is devastatingly tall. Like, his legs are too long. And he bows to you, and he says, I don't know why, my friend, but I feel you understand what it is that I must do. And for that, I'm grateful, because progress can be very lonely. Yeah, uh, Tevian is, like, somber. He literally just, just tips his hat in respect to the frog. We got a job to do, boys. Let's go get it done. And with all seriousness, turns and says, 
where we gotta go, boss. He <laughs> super cool, just like opens back, sits back down, opens his book, like you guys were never there, and you guys are kind of like ushered away. So um, a little kind of red frog uh, runs up to you guys and pulls you away, and he's just like, "Yeah, he's he's done talking to you. Come on, let's go." And he, uh, yeah, yeah. My name, uh, I'm I'm Greg, and uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get you guys set up. We're gonna we're gonna go do go to a mission. All right. Take us to the fish. Uh, well, I'm just going to draw you a map, if that's okay. How's the map sound? Map good? Yeah. You guys know how to read maps? No, yeah, we, we got Mark it. Mark is good. just vibrating. Good. Mr. Gore, you good? You good for this? You can, I really can't hang back. You ain't got no choice. But you guys good to go on this? Yes, I'm ready to go whenever you guys are ready to leave. What about our new friend, the toilet cleaner? Oh, shit, all hells. I forgot all about that guy. Well, we'll grab him up on our way over, right? We'll take him with us. He'll have a grand time, right? I guess we could put him in Grundle's backpack if we could give him a backpack. Mm, I can carry him. All right, little guy. Make us uh, make us that map. We got a we got a job to do. We don't want to keep your boss waiting. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yep. No, I. Uh, that's a good idea. Who's the Who's the the toilet? You taking a toilet cleaner? Yeah, you little fat buddy. We want to take him and uh, you know tease him a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, okay. Are you like? Buying him or what's this? You just how's this how's this going down? I mean, I'm gonna intimidate him. Oh, I'm gonna like grab him and be like, "We're taking the toilet boy." Oh, that's a seven. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I had a five to intimidation. It doesn't come out the way I want it to. Toilet boy. Oh no! It's the fact you said toilet boy. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but uh, yeah, I do you need him? Is there like why do you want the why do you want him? Uh, I just walk towards Toilet Boy and grab him, scoop him underneath my arm. Listen, he is integral to our infiltration and appropriation of the boss fish. So I want to paint the picture here. Like Tevian and Greg are talking, and Mordecai is just walking off in the background with Pete Snifferman under his arm. You guys uh, are outside of the camp now. You have. Uh, semi-naked Pete Snifferman with you. You have Sal, uh, Nabby is there, Telok is there, uh, and you have a map to the um, fish's camp. How far? So looking at the map, you think it's probably about a day away? Not bad. And the the map is super specific. (laughs) So you think that if you follow it exactly, you could probably get pretty deep in the heart of fish territory away from like major paths so on and so forth so yeah i mean you guys could get there you guys could get there today but if you follow the map exactly it would you know probably you probably need to camp overnight but maybe avoid any sort of major roads or anything like that okay i'm privy to the the surprise route yes let us take our time okay so you guys travel give me a Survival check with advantage since you have supplies as you start to camp. That's a 12 from Tevian. That's a 20 from Mr. Gore. Wait, with advantage, right? So. With advantage, yeah. Crit 23 from oh, me. Yeah, let's see that wild magic. And so here's here's my wild magic fucking surge. 42. I love that it's Mordecai who is launch the most magic surges just makes so much sense to me and I feel like the game agrees with me. (laughs) I don't know how you want to RP this, Mordecai. Do you want to read what just happened to you? 
Okay, so a torrent of knowledge floods your mind and suddenly you know the answer to the meaning of life. What? And it drives you mad. <laughs> Roll the short-term madness table effects. Lasts for a 1d6 rounds, then you forget the meaning of life, unfortunately. But it is, it's always right there at the tip of your tongue. Okay, so yeah, I think that like with the great fire that I accidentally set to the forest, I think because Adia can like absorb lives and stuff, I think I absorbed like plant knowledge. Like, some weird earthly, you know, like, non-humanoid knowledge. And I just fucking get it, and my brain snaps for a 1d6. Uh, three rounds. Um, Roll a d100 for the short-term magic table. Or the for- short-term madness table. That is 30. Okay. So, this is what you do for the next three rounds. Uh, I become incapacitated and spend the duration screaming, laughing, or weeping. Uh, I think I'm going to spend it weeping. Thank you. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, campfire's up. Uh, who's getting food? I can. All right, Grundle, (laughs) give me a survival. Oh, I've got a crit. Why are you guys critting so much? Jesus Christ. My God. I got a 24. Uh, 61 on my roll. God, I'm just praying you get shorter. I pray I don't get shorter. So for the next minute, anytime you speak, it must be in rhyme. If it doesn't rhyme, it comes out as unintelligible gibberish. No one can understand you if you can't give any commands to any creatures this way or casting spells. Okay. So is this after he gets back? No, yeah, he he gets back, yeah. I come back with, uh, you know, like a big, giant, meaty baby T-Rex that I just clobbered. And I say, uh... Hey, everybody, I just got this food for you. I throw it out. <laughs> Mr. Goy, come fucking carve this up. And then no one does anything, I guess. Tevian, do, do you understand him? What'd you say? Uh, uh, I think he wants me to cut it up. So you guys are around the campfire, um eating this baby clobbered T-Rex, which is terrible, to say out loud. And Sal is kind of flipping through his little prompt cards that he's been using to, like, come up with jokes and things to say. And he just says, uh, well, Tavin, you you seem like you kind of liked that guy. That was, was that real or were you pretending? Like and respect are two very different things, friend. He was judged and he was found worthy for the time being. So, yeah, we avoided some complications say that's good what, what happened with you mordecai you you okay you don't know what i know <sighs> kind of nods and kind of silently eats his little bite of meat i'm i'm trying to cry out my knowledge grundle kind of looks at sal and says this food is good it's made of wood what you like the food i made it for you are you okay every time i think i got you guys figured out well if there's no other conversation okay i'm hungry (laughs) sniffles what what was i thinking about fuck it was right there huh you gonna 
be able to keep yourself together for this fight we got coming up? Yeah, why wouldn't I? You, you cried a lot. Kind of sounded like a small child there for a while. Did I? Oh, shit. Yeah, that reminds me of something. I, uh, what was it? Anyway. You know, if, if you're having some memory problems, I think I can whip something up. Not just something randomly in my bag this time. Just give me a minute. I think I'll hold off on it for a little while. No, no, no. I'm going through a lot of emotional turmoil. I don't know if you realize that. I was really oh. angry and then I was really sad for some reason. I don't know. Good night. And I fucking clonk myself on the head so that I can just like get some sleep. <laughs> Good night. Sleep tight. After you guys rest, you travel the rest of the way. And you come upon the area that was marked on your map. And you approach. Wait, hold on. After we wake up, I have to recast my thing to see if I use the other wing or will. All right, cosmic omen. It's an, all right. It's it's back. It's the same. It's odds. So I subtract things from people's rolls. In the morning, I make breakfast for everybody. Oh, it's only two two temp HP. Okay, so we each get two temp HP. Yep. I think this baby T Rex turned overnight. It's not that great. It's only about two temp HP. <laughs> Would this be veal, technically? How's that work? I don't know. Yeah, it's free range. <laughs> I find it's better if you don't question those types of things and just kind of eat it. Sal, Sal is laughing uncomfortably long about the uh, the joke that Grundle just made. Really tickled him. You guys, uh, you do the rest of the travel. Um, as you get to the spot marked on the map, you see a small clearing, and you sneak forward. Well, I'm assuming. You look forward through the um, the brush, and you see a large stone altar, and it is just surrounded. There are fish everywhere. The one that you recognize as Lucifer is in the middle, and there are hordes of just skeletons surrounding him. There seem to be a mix of different races, some dinosaurs, some fish, some frog, some human, even, or mortal. So, I mean, uh, any of the mortal races. And he is at this kind of large stone altar, and he is speaking in the kind of type language to everyone. And you have not been seen as of yet. I do know deep speech. Do I know what he's he's saying? Yeah, he is. You would compare it to like a sermon, but it's like evil. Like take your like kind of average like youth pastor talk about like, you know what I mean? Like how awesome and cool and hip it is to be like square with God. But he's doing that and he's just talking about how awesome it is to like sacrifice people and bring bodies and add to the horde things like that all right anything we gotta say about this we want to talk to this dude or are we just putting him down that's a lot of guys that's that's a fucking army oh I, i'm sorry i didn't mean to curse i'm sorry about that forgive me we're rubbing off on you huh, Sal? pretty terrible influence yeah i that's a lot of that's a lot of flapjacking people to fight. I don't... Can we take that many? I liked it better when you cussed. Oh, quick thing. Is... What's the weather like? Is it still... Clear. It's been fixed. It's just clear? It's clear. Just wanted to make sure. Okay. Should, uh, Mordecai is gonna suggest that we distribute those those stickers. Uh, the 
big, so big smart, lightning I, I forgot about these. Who, who let, who let Grundle handle the explosives? Well, he, he in fact uses a big gun. I would have assumed that it was all right. All right. <laughs> um. All right. How many of those do we have? We so these are the uh, OPTL flares, the the terraforming lasers. We have like three of them, correct? You have three of them, yet? Yes, we have three. At least that's what okay. I remember from the last session. Can Mordecai make a Arcana check to see if he knows if like they are alive, alive and being, or like alive, undead and being controlled, or if they're just like undead being like i don't know if we take out lucifer will they all drop or will they still be a horde of undead folk give me an arcana check all right that is a 17 i'm gonna say that you don't know with a 17 okay maybe leaning towards they'd be still like awakened maybe leaderless at that point but you're not sure all right what's the plan hmm yeah, uh, Pete Snifferman here. What what the fuck are you guys doing? Shut up. Okay. Yep. So what kind of delays are on those uh, stickers? 30 second timers, right? 30 second and 6 second. Uh, how fast can you fly there, Tevian? 50 feet, give or take. <laughs> well, if we Ever six give seconds. you uh, the stickers and put them on some rocks and you push the buttons and drop them into the groups, do you think you could do that? Yeah, I don't see why I couldn't. I think that'd probably uh, get rid of at least a couple of the problems. I don't know if we want to use all of our stickers. What do you guys think? I mean, I don't like the idea of flying over a bunch of combatants who may or may not be able to throw Eldritch Blast at my head. Hmm. My wings don't have any armor on them. If we can stick stickers to rocks, I can throw rocks pretty far. What What if we all sit in the forest... Practice telling lies to each other, and then one of when one of us crits, we see if it's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, world shatters, and we start a new game. <laughs> you broke the fabric of reality, Mordecai. Great. <laughs> uh, I like the rock throwing idea. I don't know how high Tevian could fly. What happened to your voice? It's like super normal. Oh, <laughs> listen, I gotta. I gotta crack out the normal uh, uh, player voice every once in a while, so I don't, so I can keep these pipes nice and nice and good for next time I have to fucking podcast. No idea what you're talking about, but sounds good. Jeez. <laughs> Rock throwing is nice. Flying is nice. Well, Tevian, you you seem like you don't want to drop the rocks from up in the air, so I guess we can go with the rock throwing. Find me a small to medium-sized rock. I'm not gonna look. I I found a bunch of rocks earlier. You told me it's not good enough. All right. So Mr. Goy is gonna walk out into the woods. All right, big man. Grundle's making his first stand with the party over looking for rocks. The first time he's been <laughs> disagreeable ever is right now. Tevian rolls an eight survival for a rock for Grundle. <laughs> My God, guys! Do you find rocks? <laughs> find a solid rock, a nice, good rock. You find great rock. Yeah, this one is pretty good rock. I kind of pick it up, 
toss it in the air a little bit. I would like to cast Guidance on you, Grundle, but I do not want to cast it near this group, so maybe we should move away just a little bit. What? Okay. Uh, Discreet Guidance you? is the name of my minimal synth album. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Damn it. So we're going to walk just a little bit, just a l- little ways away, and I'm going to cast Guidance on Grundle. Okay. I accept guidance. All right. So, well, before that, we should probably get the stickers ready for the the rocks. All right. So we tap it twice to activate it. 30-second timer. So I'm going to press it twice. One, two, and then I'll throw it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Throw it. it. Throw it. Throw it. Oh, my God. Throw it. You got to wait for a little bit. Throw the goddamn rock. seven seconds. All right, I'm throwing it right now. It's been 10 seconds. I throw it. Okay. Give me a uh, strength. My strength is plus five, so I've rolled a seven. Wait, why did you just roll a d20 and not do a strength check? <laughs> I don't know. I just panicked. <laughs> Listeners, I'm in, the, I'm in the camera right now with a countdown with my fingers is why he did that. Okay, so you roll a seven. What are you throwing it at? I was throwing it like right at the big horde of zombies right in front of me. Okay. Uh, add a d4 to that. Yeah, a d4. Oh. You have a, your, your guidance. So it's a nine. AC is eight. Wow. Thank you, guidance. Holy <laughs> crap! Everyone, everyone, give me initiative, please. Dun 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 dun. Oh, Tevian and I are. He, he <laughs> just beat me, Tevian. <laughs> just neck. beat me by point one. Technically by 0.08. Yeah. <laughs> Who has the other stickers right now? So that I know. Who does have the other stickers? Austin. I thought Grundle had all of them on bag. rocks. Well, I don't think I have all of them. I thought we agreed to use one to maybe two. Yeah, I gave him a rock. So. I need to know. Three, two, one. Who has the two remaining stickers? Sal still has two of them. Sal. Sal has them? Okay. Sal God, is Sal in my backpack still? Okay. Yeah. Sal is in your backpack. <laughs> All right. That's what you said. That's the group consensus. Sal has the stickers. At least he can like hand you them from the backpack. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make people throw rocks, and Sal needs to catch them and stick stickers to them. So Grundle, this is kind of like a surprise round. You can do or not do anything. The I think my fingers were up to twelve, so you have two turns to not do anything or do something before those go off. What do you do? You can throw another one. You can not do anything. You can run in. I kind of notice that I have some more time and I look at the party and want me to throw another? Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. I just... Stick another one. Yeah, stick another one and I throw it. Mr. Goy's going to prepare a spell. That's 17 seconds. Give me an attack roll. Um, Where are you throwing that one? Uh, this one, well, you know what? I think I'm going to throw it down here at these fish people. You tap once or twice? Oh, yeah, twice. You tap twice? That's 30 seconds instead of six. In turn order now. Oh, I think Grundle might have misread the instructions. But yeah, I I guess I would want to do one, if you'll let me. How many times did you tap? Final answer. I tap one. Okay. My final answer. All right, Tevian, it's your turn. Okay. Alright, 50 feet. Oh, he's counting down. I'm gonna move here. Tevian whips back his wings, pulls out just a shit kicker of a magnum, and just 
fucking rips this ancient looking um caster looking round, shoves it in the barrel, and casts the fucking reckoning on this dude. I use all of my spirit essence rounds, twelve rounds, and fire. Okay. And I have so to this roll is the hit. This is all gonna happen at once, guys. So literally everyone confirm I was counting down on my fingers while that was happening. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah, is happening. Tevian, you're shooting through two pillars of blinding light right now. Like, fire from the sky is raining down in a very targeted fashion, and you're shooting through it. Will you describe what this ability is and what you're doing? So, the reckoning, before the attack, uh, declared how many charges I use, and I roll a flat d20, no modifiers or advantage can be used. Add the number of essence charges that I would use on the roll, I opted for every charge I have left, so I won't be able to use any of my magic abilities once I do this. The target is under the effect of the Executioner. Add 3 on a natural 20. The target is disintegrated with no saves. On a natural 1, I will be disintegrated. If I roll a 1 to 6, I'm disintegrated. 7 to 10, the closest living creature to the target takes 75 damage against a DC 14 deck save or take half. 10 to 25, absolutely nothing happens. 26 to 30, the target takes 75 damage against the DC 14 deck save or takes half damage. This is the true judgment of Tevian the Turncoat, an ancient weapon from an even more ancient hero who died himself using the Reckoning. <laughs> this gun is the magnum opus for Tevian. 1d20 plus 12. <sighs> and... He pulls it out dramatically, pulls this huge shit kicker handgun out, puts the cast around in, clicks back the hammer, and it just goes, and nothing happens. Nothing happened, but something happens. These two lasers from the sky bear down on these two hordes of zombies that are in front of you and just burn, just scorch the earth underneath these two hordes of fucking zombies and they are just disintegrated it is just an incredible like heat even from as far away as you are uh you guys feel it it's like all you almost can't bear to look it's so bright and so hot and like the ground underneath these things is just charred and black and red and glowing at the same time, like looking into this so bright, Mr. Guy, it is your turn. The earth has been scorched in those two points ahead of you. There's one sticker left. Mordecai has ran in crazed beelining for the uh, for Lucifer and Tevian is cursing his gun. Well, seems like he's lost his mind. Mr. Guy's gonna like throw up his hands and static electricity just starts showing and then a storm cloud shows up in this above the sky and he's going to call down lightning right into a big group of I'm guessing those are either fishmen or skeletons. Lucifer waves his hand and your spell fizzles in it. <sighs> well, shit. Quick, somebody counterspell the counterspell. <laughs> well, Any movement? I guess I'll move. don't really want to move closer, but I don't want to be by myself again. <laughs> I'll move a little bit closer between Tebian and the big guy. And that that's going to be Mr. Goey's turn. Well, Mordecai, bring on the fish. <laughs> a 
lot of fish start coming towards you. Give me them fish. I mean, there are dozens of these things and they just run towards you, gurgling, making the noises. And I mean, you are ultra surrounded. Hell yeah. There are at least 20 of them, two fish deep surrounding you. Two fish deep is another band name. (laughs) Mordecai has like four bands to start after this. Yeah. (laughs) And they are going to start spearing in at you. There's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight attacks. So nine, a nine, a 17, an 11, a crit fail, a 12, a 19, and a 19. That's cool. So I'm just like slapping away these spears, like knock, 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 knock. And I miss one, like go into my thigh. And and as I'm distracted by the pain, another one goes into uh, my knee. But I would like to um, use my reaction, uh, repost on one of those, those, those missed ones. Um, so when a creature misses you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction to expend a superiority dice, make a melee attack uh, against the creature. If you hit, you add the superior, superiority dice to the attack roll. So I'm going to swing Adia at one of the boys that misses. Uh, that is a 27 Ooh. to hit. Uh, and that is 14 bludgeoning damage plus 6 necrotic. That's 20 plus 2 for my dueling style. That's 22. And then plus a superiority dice, which is a d8. And that's 5. So 27 damage on one of these fishy boys. They have 13 health, so you're good. Is All right. dead. Um, and then I roll a d20 to see if I keep my reaction. Evens, I keep it. Odds, I don't. And I do not for the rest of this turn. The surviving zombie horde starts to lumber towards you. It's not fast, but Mordecai, even just seeing it in the corner of your eye through all of the fish that are surrounding you, you know you probably shouldn't let it reach you. Okay. Grundle. Grundle, seeing his friend completely surrounded there, goes into a state of complete frenzy and rushes the fish people, runs right up and smashes into the first one with his cannon. I attack recklessly always, so I just crit. Give me a wild magic surge. Of course, I rolled a 23. Does Grundle just scream Grundle? Whenever he's doing this type of stuff. (laughs) Read me what happens. Your skin turns a vibrant shade of blue. Only a remove curse spell can end this effect. So now I'm blue. Grundle gets all the like. (laughs) I don't know. Grundle's shorter and blue now. Wasn't how I intended, but you know. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) What are you going to do? I'm sorry. That's all right. I step over this fish corpse. Oh, why are you fucking blue? You fucking ugly piece of fucking blue fucking smurf shit. I accidentally blew myself, guys. Oh, oh no. That was a good one. <laughs> I attacked the next. Oh, my lord. Yeah, Roll boy. <laughs> I rolled a You guys, this is Another unreal. Crit. This is unfucking real You guys are critting more than like. I, I don't even. I got nothing. 
What does the 70 get me? I don't want to play this game anymore. Gate bank. I don't want to play this game anymore. I don't even want... I don't even know... I don't even know how to roleplay this. I literally don't even know how to play this fucking game. Everything, literally everything just became invisible. All the fish, and Mordecai, and Goy. The guy, yeah. Tevian, poof. There are two completely unlivable, bright, scorched, radiated pieces of earth in front of you. Grundle ran in, turned blue, and then disappeared. Mordecai's gone. The fish are gone. Your gun has failed. I mean, your adrenaline has to be high. Do birds have adrenaline? What do you do? Um, yeah, uh, Tevian is, God damn piece of shit, old ass ammo, never worked what I wanted to, trying to make a statement here. Pulls out another ancient piece of ammo, shoves it into the cartridge, spins it back, locks it in, looks up, sees that everybody in front of him except for the one horde of zombies and the big bad are there. What in the hell? What the... Whatever. And he just walks reaches out with the executioner once again with no charges and just fucking fires tries to fire are you actually doing the reckoning again yeah are you sure we're firing the reckoning i'm not gonna change this i'm not gonna tj i'm not gonna change this we need some like drum rolls if you die you die i'm not gonna feel bad about it Tevi oh, boy, oh Tevi boy. And, and with that, it sizzles again. God damn it all! This goddamn piece of shit! And th- throws the executioner on the ground and is just like beside himself. He's so pissed off. He's like, can't do one goddamn cool thing without this goddamn piece of shit breaking down on me. The zombie horde next to Lucifer turns to dust, and the pieces fly away. What the hell? You rolled an eight. You disintegrated the closest thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He still is like, wow. (laughs) He doesn't think it worked. He's not even paying attention now. So, Tevian, listeners, uh, one to six. uh, So, he had a 25% chance there to just die. Just straight out right die. Yes. And a 5% chance to outright kill his target. Um, a relatively high chance that nothing at all would happen. He rolled an 8. So the closest thing to Lucifer was disintegrated, which was the zombie horde. Uh, well, this is... Yeah, effectively took 80 damage. I guess it something might have lived through that. but <laughs> I, Yeah, sure. Yeah, so this is getting crazy. You guys have crit a lot. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to try to, like, as invisible, dash to, like, right behind Lucifer. You're going to have to give me a dexterity save to get through the fish, because if they sense you, they're going to attack you, um, and they are surrounding you. They can't see you, but, like, yeah. That oh, is a my crit. God! What the That fuck? is a 21. That is a crit. Why can't this I is crit? impossible. This Why is Mordecai impossible. Why and Grundle get all the crits? I want a crit. I want one crit. That's all I asked for. Just one. And I rolled a six on my wild magic surge. So I'm hoping something cool happens. I hope you turn into a fish. <laughs> so that was when you were leaving. 
is when yes. that happened. So you're gonna take this damage. <gasps> oh my. Oh lord. Oh, I cast what Fireball as a third level spell centered on myself. I am going to cast that for you since I can pull it into my sheet really quickly. Actually, okay. I think for the sake of the game, you need to roll this damage. So um, this is going to be 8d6 damage. So go ahead and roll 8d6. Uh, and if it's more than 13, then they... Okay. They all die even if they save. Grundle, roll a dexterity save. Uh, I rolled a 14. What I don't save? know. Save is for a... What's your normal spell save DC, Mordecai? Uh, let me pull that up real quick. Uh, I don't have one. <laughs> uh, my uh, casting, since I have levels of Paladin, is Charisma, so that would be a 13 spell save DC. So half damage to Grundle is what I'm going to say. All these fish are dead. Even if they save, I'm not even going to roll the 40 saves because you did 29 damage. They have 13 health. Guys, this is not how... I knew this was going to be crazy. I didn't know you were going to crit every 10 seconds. I mean, visually, this has been pretty crazy. So, like, all the fish just turn invisible. Then a fireball just shoots out of nowhere. And then a whole bunch of just fried fish just appear dead on the ground. Grundle, everything's gone. And then you're covered in blood and guts, <laughs> charred bits of flesh. And, yeah, this is insanity. I, like... I need someone to, like, draw this for me, because I'm even having trouble visualizing it. There's two uh, beams of death. In yeah. <laughs> Mordecai, you are behind Lucifer. Just need to invisible. this fight. This fight just needs animated. That's it. Okay. So, I do, do I still have oh, my wait. action? You need to make a dexterity save, too, because you cast that on yourself. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, DC, DC 14. Okay. Half damage. Yeah, I pass. You take uh, 15 damage. 14 damage. 14. All right. Um, I am going to take the sticker. I'm going to place it on his head and then I'm going to hit him with Adia to knock him back away from me. Sal has the sticker. Walk me through it. I just like reach my hand back and Sal high fives me with the sticker. And in that action, it like presses uh, mm. like the slap between our hands. And then I just like wrap my forehead of my hand around his forehead and just hold him there and then I say goodbye and I fucking slap him in the back with Adia 19 to hit hits all right uh and that is 16 17 18 damage and he is knocked back five feet away from me actually it has been a turn no it hasn't been a turn so he does not have his reaction so he is big 16 and he is knocked five feet away and it was tapped once, so it's going to be at the start of its next turn when this goes off. Okay, uh, Mordecai, I need you to give me a... I'm going to let you pick what role you want to make. I'd say deception. Uh, if you want to do sleight of hand, you can do sleight of hand. Sleight of hand actually makes more sense. I'm going to say sleight of hand. You can, If you can RP it or make the defense for me, then I will let you. But I'm going to say sleight of hand if you don't have a reason not to. And you need to beat a 16 with what you are rolling to see if he knows that you just put a sticker on him. <laughs> it's still so funny. Um, I'll say that, like, I'm gonna, like, when I move close to his 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 fishy ear to, to say goodbye, 
I'm going to distract him by using Adia's voice, and Adia's voice is going to come out of me and try to strike fear into him, uh, and that will be the way that I try to de- deceive this man, huh? um, fish man, by like throwing him off by using this like crazy weird ancient being voice, mm-hmm. and that's a Ooh. twenty-one. Okay. Well, yeah, that super works. He is going to cast Hold Person on you, Mordecai. That a charisma saving throw? That's going to be a charisma saving throw, and that's going to be a... Oh, no, it's wisdom. Sorry. DC 14. And I rolled a three. <laughs> oh, snap. Everyone roll insight. A DC 15 insight. Insight. 16. Five. Eight. Mr. Guy, you saw this happen. You're the only one. Lucifer casts Hold Person on Mordecai after Mordecai has put one of the stickers on him. You see Mordecai fall victim to the spell, held in place, and he steps up, draws a dagger, standing over Mordecai, who is paralyzed. And you know that at the start of Mordecai's next turn, they're both dead. And it's your turn. Oh, crap. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what I could do. Rip it and rip it, baby. I don't mean to be rude, but you got, you know, this is a six second turn, so I'm not going to give you too much time. All right. How far can I travel? Let's see. What's the distance? Nope. Definitely can't do that. All right. So Mr. Goy is going to. You could tell him he has a sticker on his head. You could tell their party he has a sticker on his head. You can do something. There's options, but you got to decide. You got to move fast. How much does Mr. Guy even care about Mordecai? Well, that's also part of the issue is Mr. God doesn't really care all that much yet. I mean, hmm. you've pierced my ass multiple times on this trip. I know. <laughs> yeah, you're at least at least on first this name true. basis. This is true. He has injected your ass multiple times. <laughs> he has put the injection in your butt multiple times. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh, snap. All right. So I don't know what he just like. We got to we gotta get him away from him. Put a sticker on his forehead. He's Mr. Goy's gonna yell up like top of his lungs uh, that we have to get Mordecai away from Lucifer. All right, so I'm gonna move up and I'm gonna train a dart and well, my rifle and I'm gonna make I'm gonna try to shoot this guy with the, my rifle with a poisoned dart. What exactly do you say so that I know? I'm sorry, I just need to be super precise here in case I'm gonna kill somebody. You just say needs to get him. We need to get him away from here or RP it. Actually, it's gonna yell. Sal, get the fuck away from there! Mr. Goy only cares about the fact that Sal is there and about to be obliterated. Because if Sal dies, we all yeah. die. That's yeah. some pretty amazing thinking. I didn't, think about that. I didn't even fucking think about that. Roll persuasion. Oh god, no, not Mr. Goy. <laughs> Roll persuasion. Uh, if you crit, if you what? crit on this, I think he'll know why he's supposed to run and he might be able to help. Otherwise, if you fail, nothing happens. If you succeed, he'll get away from there, and not everyone will die. This could be the end of this arc, and I am a nice DM, but... Okay. 15? 15, Sal crawls out of Mordecai's pack and steps away. He looks terrified. Okay, so Sal gets away a little bit. All right, and then I got to do my range attack roll. I'm going to shoot a dart into this dude's ass. Back, whatever. He shoots a lot of people in the butt. You know, he's very clinical about this. Yeah, very clinical about the ass. Oh, it's only the 12 to hit. 
A 12 does not hit him. Dart misses. And that's all I could do. Get out of there, Mordecai. <laughs> the fucking sticker. And that's it for Mr. Guy. Since he said the sticker, Grendel and Tevian, on your turns, I will let you roll insight. DC, let's say 15 again. And it, you might be able to know what's happening. Mr. Guy, since he attacked, is visible. Uh, Grendel's not visible. So the remaining uh, Koatoa or fish are going to descend on the guy and surround him. And you are going to take eight, eight spears. Okay. Nine, a 13, a four, an 11, a six, a 22, a nine, and a 15. Do any of the, uh, assuming the 22 hits you. I took nine damage. I take the 22 and the 15. Okay. I look good still. You know, I, he takes a spear into like his uh, left shoulder from behind and then a stab in his back just slightly grazes him. Oh, Mordecai, I might be able to fucking save your life now. Maybe, 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 maybe. I don't I know. I figured out mathematically. It's all comes down to one roll. Well, I guess it all comes down to fucking two rolls now because I had to crit. It depends on what happens when I roll my magic surge because for all I know, I die. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But if I can move, Grundle can move 80 feet. So I go boom, boom. I end right here as a bonus action. That's a dash. As a bonus action, I can attack him as a frenzy. Boom, shove him back five feet. I'm going to attack wildly. I have advantage on athletics. Or I might just also lose another buddy. <laughs> or I could just get right in his grill and die as well. But I'm willing to die for you, my friend. Grundle loves his new friends. Listen, 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 listen. I have a hundred feet of movement with a dash and I have action surges. I can literally fly in and fly out with so nobody risks anything. Okay. I guess that's true, but you don't you might not succeed on your save, but I just did. So the only thing that I absolutely have to do is to make it very clear what is going on. Well, I mean I guess, like, in-game, would Grundle do that? Or would Grundle run Grundle in? loves you guys now. You're his Make, best friend. No, I mean, yeah, he would. But would he say anything, or would he rush in to save Mordecai, not thinking about he's enraged, he's kind of dumb. Is he just going to Well, I'm probably going to... I'm not going to lie, Tyrell. I'm probably going to do it either way. But... That's what I mean. Is he just going to... That's what I'm saying. But the question is, is... What I'm going to do is just yell. just rush to save Mordecai. I'm going to just yell sticker. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. I was like, what exactly, how much would Grundle problem solve in that other than save Mordecai? Grundle, holy fucking shit, just crit on his goddamn insight roll. (laughs) What the fuck? (sighs) I mean, I've crit way too many times tonight. I don't even know what's going on with that. I rolled yeah, what 31. color are you going to be fucking now? Grendel, I heard your plan, and I'm sorry. Oh. Uh-oh. You're transported to the astral plane until the start of your <laughs> no! next turn. Which time you return to the space you previously occupied in the nearest unoccupied space. RP this, guys. This is important. RP exactly. You had a plan. I start to yell and take a step forward, and then I just poof. I'm gone lit between the, the the curtains of the world. Alright, I'm rolling my insight. Guys, uh, just before this insight roll gets talked about, I I try to make my encounters hard. I knew this was going to be crazy. I knew there was a lot of variables. I tried to make it fair. 
If a character dies, a character dies. I'm not the DM to give magical rolls. I'm sorry. I just, I love y'all. Austin, I love you. I'm sorry if this happens. Uh, Tevian, even with advantage, he rolled a four and a seven. Nope. You don't know. The only thing that you could do, Tevian, right now, is to disintegrate that sticker. Well, you know, that's what he was going to do anyways. You don't have to. I'm just the only way that Mordecai does not die right now. Yeah, so the so if I would have rolled the insight, the original plan before Grendel said anything or we started discussing this, and I didn't think out of game about just saving Mordecai, if Tevin wanted to know what was going on, Tevin was going to fly in, grab the fish man, and fly him away to take the damage. I didn't think about the fact that I could grab Mordecai, but, you know, we make <laughs> mistakes in combat. Um, <laughs> but with that being said... Tevin has no idea what's going on. Um, and I don't know that there's a sticker on his head, correct? You don't know. Right. Tevin's going to scoop up his executioner. He's going to point down. He's going to reload like he's been doing. Point down the barrel at the boss man, uh, frustrated. And he's going to try to fire again. Swear to God. If you not want to disintegrate and then we lose <laughs> two characters in this are going to be Yep. Oh, my oh. oh my god. Tevin rolls three and disintegrates. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So Dude. many crits! So many crits! Why? Oh. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, uh, Tivian. Fuck my life! Mr. Goy is surrounded by fish people. One guy's an inostral plane. Another guy just disintegrated, and the other's about to get. Beam to out of existence. Tevian rips the executioner out of the mud, pops the old round out, pulls another ancient round, slides it in, clicks it back. Roll of three. And he says, he points it down at the thing and says, three ain't lucky. And he pulls the trigger and just from his hand backwards, just starts fading to dust. The guns, all three of his rifle, his rifle, his pistols all drop to the ground and... Tevian is gone with nothing left but judge jury executioner laying where he was. I'm devastated. I'm the worst DM ever. I'm so sorry. Mordecai, I'm trying to think through this. I'm going to let you save on hold person. So you need to beat a DC 14. Uh, You need to beat a DC 14, whatever. With with charisma? Wisdom. Wisdom. I have I have bonuses in charisma. Char- Listen, charism? so here's the thing: you also have a wild magic surge cocked. You can use that if you want to. You might as fucking well because you're probably dead here. Yeah. If if yeah. you can save, I don't normally do this. If you can save this whole person, I'll give you a DC 15 dexterity save to dive out of the way of this. So there's several rolls that need to happen. If you'd like to use your wild magic surge, you may. First, let's see if you get out of hold person, because this might be nothing. Okay. Listeners, what do I have to beat? total total party wipe live, everyone. This is a DC 14. Ooh, that's a 16. I, I'm going to save the wild magic surge, and I am just going to... Can I attack? Or or does that take up my... Does the save take up the action? You can attack or roll the dexterity save. You can choose how you want to use your action. Are you hoping to bump him, him away from you? Yes. Okay. Use my my deck save. 
That's a four. I'm going to ax- action surge and then hit him. Are you? <laughs> okay, hold on. Before you roll it, he's got his AC is 13. I'm freaking out. Please don't make me kill two people. Go ahead. Oh my god, that's a 14. I just made it. Fuck. I'm like legitimately like freaking out over here. You push him away and my goodness, you push him away and then this pillar of light comes down from the ground. And I mean, it burns you, Mordecai. I mean, you're so close to this. You feel you feel like you're going to die. It's so hot. You think for a moment, this is it. This is my judgment. I I earned this. You see through the bright light and you see Tevian slowly fading away. You see feathers floating into the dust to the east. And Lucifer's eyes, blackened, throw up a purple barrier around him. And he endures the bright light for a moment. He endures. He endures. It burns. It burns. You're locked. Just eyeballs with this person this black eyeballs you hear adia screaming it's intense you feel the smells the sounds the screaming everything is just too much and then you see the blackness fade from him and lucifer's hurled out of this space and lit and hits the ground and there's just this silence when lucifer hits the stone thrown away from this pillar of light and the fish that are surrounding you guy they look up they see lucifer fallen and they falter they start to they start to back away from you grundle you are back you reappear you see this scene you see mordecai you lock eyes with him for a moment and you feel things you've never felt before. Mordecai has just experienced life and death in a way that you just can't even fathom. You look around and you realize that you were too late. The fish drop their spears, start to back away. We're out of initiative, guys. Tevian, I'm sorry, but that chapter has ended. A really cool character gone way too soon. I'm heartbroken. I'm sorry, Tyrell. Uh, when you live on the edge like that, it's bound to happen, right? You rolled so bad all night. Everyone else was just critting, critting, critting. Mordecai, you hear a gasp as Lucifer intakes breath. I'm going to slowly use Adia to, to lift myself back up, and I'm going to like limp my way over to... Uh, lucifer his eyes aren't black anymore and he kind of grabs your arm and pulls you down and he looks at you and the two of you just meet in this moment in just a way that's just indescribable both of you having experienced this just wildness at the same time and he just says promise me promise me promise you what the voice the voice from the tomb you must silence it, or this will happen again. I've spent so long trapped behind my own eyes, thinking and rethinking everything that I've done. I let the darkness consume me, and I'm sorry. Please tell my brother that I'm sorry. But you must silence the voice from the tomb. Promise me. I nod. And he relaxes his grip, 
His hand falls to the side and Lucifer dies. And that's where we'll end our episode. Thanks for coming to the homebrew, everybody. Sorry, that was such a fucking bummer. Holy fucking shit with the crits and the fucking low rolls and the all the bullshit. My God, I was... Tyrell, I'm sorry. I don't kill people very often. That was rough. I was going to be so content with, like, Mordecai being the first, like, player death here. And yeah, just... Too soon. How'd you roll a three? Oh. You rolled a seven and a three? Like, what's going on with I you? A seven, an eight, and a three. Those are my three rolls on the reckoning. What do I do about that? What am I... <laughs> it was... You were too um, far away. I'm too far away. That's what the, it was. The Grundle no, got I, I teleported away. I couldn't help you. I can't. I can't take advantage of any sort on the reckoning rolls. Oh, I can't. The the reckoning is a flat d20. The only additions are if they're suffering from the execution already. I get an extra d6. And if I have essence, I can pump it into the shot. And I pumped all my essence into the first shot and rolled a seven. Oh man! I knew when I created that ability, it'd be too tempting. I feel responsible. This is how All I play that. I, yeah, I mean, I I've Grant has made me three characters, and all all three of them had the risk reward item because that's how I love to play. I know you love it. I know you love it. <laughs> I mean, you also had the ability to just disintegrate a big bad, no questions asked, and I would have played it. I'm sorry, I, deaths happen, guys. This is D and D. Mordecai lived. I played that. As close to the rules as I could with some allowances. Um, yeah, I mean, this is D&D, guys. Grundle, I'm sorry that you got transported to the astral plane. I can't believe. I knew there was a pretty good chance that could happen. Do I get another character? That's the question. That's the question we need to answer. What the fuck do we do now? Will you play? You Because this is a second character. And th these characters are going to be joining the main crew. Right. So... Do you want to play a grung? Do you, are you a guest? Are you? I don't know. I do want to play a grung. This is good in a way, but again, a great character, TJ, and a great voice and a great concept. And I'm so sorry, but this is the game, TJ. You're the only person I know that just keeps dying repeatedly in all of the games that we play. Uh, but c'est la vie, <laughs> uh, guys. It has been a fucking great week we've got more downloads this week than we've gotten last month pretty much and we're excited we're ready to go we're ready for this i just would ask follow us uh follow us on facebook follow us on twitter hop in the comments hop in the messages we want to hear from you uh five stars on apple are like the holy grail for us so if you're feeling it hop over to itunes scroll all the way to the bottom leave us a review we would be super grateful we are going hard. We're going to continue going. This is just a great group of people. I'm super excited to keep playing with them. And I I, I can just promise you, you're going to want to stick around, even though Tevian is going to be uh, in our graveyard from now on. So, you know, we need a memorial. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken.